Hello and welcome to Lifetime in Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Curran. And I'm Rebecca. Yeah. yeah. Rebecca is here again. I'm back. This is the... Fourth. Fourth episode of our eating disorder series called... Eating Disorder Series. <laughs> Congratulations. We're halfway through. Eating Disorder Series. Yeah. Series, series, series. I would put the effect on there, but nah, I, we don't. I didn't get there on time. Be respectful, Drew. We're talking about a serious topic. Don't put an echo on it. <clears throat> but it needs to be echoed out into the world, man. That's true. We are echoing our thoughts out into the world on a real <laughs> disease that real people, uh, you know, have to deal with in their lives. This is a fake podcast. But this is a real disease. Yes. That we're talking about. So if you are struggling with an eating disorder, anorexia, bulimia, bulimia, overeating, oh my God, what is that noise? And uh, whatever, you should call 1 800 3. Not, no, I messed. I inverted my numbers. Sometimes I'm dyslexic. Yeah. That's, that's like an eating dis- disorder, right? That's, that's also <laughs> an eating disorder. <laughs> okay, great. Good to know. If you read it right. weird. Yeah. Yes. So 1 800 931 2237. If that is you and you need help and we love you and you're great okay that shit 24 hours dude yes 24 hours and if this is a topic that is gonna trigger you in any way or you just can't handle right now it's fine skip that shit we'll be back we'll be back not offended but you know you should listen to the episode or at least like rate and review us on apple podcast we've had emojis we've had more average downloads (laughs) for these that's good but also like not good. Well, it's like it's good. Maybe it's good. I think it's good. Yeah, I, I, I hope we're helping. It's helping me a lot. Uh, talk about these things because I have never talked about these things publicly with anybody. No, me uh, neither. Same. So now I'm telling thousands of people. Yeah, so, great. Yes. You know okay. what I mean? Cool. Yep. So it's kind of scary, <laughs> but it's good. It, it feels good. We're, but I'm also in a better, a good place with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is for me coming from a been yeah. a long time mm-hmm. ago. Yep. At this point, because I'm. 20 and i didn't need a disorder when i was a baby <laughs> when you were a baby <laughs> um no we'll talk about my specific story I think you keep getting younger you- I keep getting, you're right you're right i keep getting younger i will be talking about like my the next movie we're going to be doing is called the perfect body so i can relate mm-hmm. and um it's actually about an athlete so that's mm-hmm. kind of where my my story uh kind of comes from goes okay. so mm-hmm. i will talk about more personal stuff on the next episode teaser again because i'm a horrible person and i'm teasing an episode <laughs> that's upcoming <laughs> please listen tell your friends that's how you keep listeners right uh-huh. right um so yes but no seriously we are here to talk about for the love of nancy today for the love of nancy that's right mm-hmm. drew i love how you said it like so sexy <laughs> 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 That's not what you were doing, but no. I know what you're doing. For the love of Nancy. Oh, for the love of Nancy. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Yep. Uh, this movie came out in 1994. It aired on ABC originally. It's mm. a year older than me. There you go. Me oh. too. And uh, <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, me too. <laughs> so it stars Tracy Gold from Growing Pains, if you do mm-hmm. not know. Uh, also, Joe Claiborne, a very famous actress mm-hmm. in her day. Mm-hmm. Cameron Bancroft, he's a guy who you would know, Drew. Is that I, the dad? The dad. He he was a president on Twenty Four. Yeah, he's yeah. in a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that guy's and he's all good. Over the place. Mm-hmm. He's good. And then finally, Mark Paul Gossler from Saved by the Bell. Whoa! Oh, yeah, know. it is. Yes, it, it is. is. He's there. So get it. 
I think that's why I loved this movie when I was like a preteen or whenever this movie mm-hmm. came out. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how old I was in nineteen ninety four for real, but I was like, oh, Mark Paul Gossler. Yes, Did it, is just I don't. I'm not asking for spoilers, but at any time during this movie, did he go, time out, and no. everything... Fu- no, no okay. it didn't happen, didn't happen. <laughs> uh, no say by the bell references. This is uh, this is Zach Morris moving away from being Zach Morris. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. He's, he's taking like, a dramatic turn. I'm going to do some acting. And yeah. it was probably before mm-hmm. Say by the Bell, the college years, but yeah. like mm-hmm. in between high school years and college trying years. Trying to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was like trying to do stuff and then he's like, you know what? I will come back for the college years. And he was like, and time make, out. make that money. <laughs> I'm going I'm to learn how to act. Man, say by the bell. That show. That show. I'm sure they had an eating disorder um, I episode have a, on that. This is, show. I don't know what, this is funny to me. Yes. Um, the director. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Schneider. Yes. He, he was like the main director for all of Baywatch. Really? <laughs> Just thought that was kind of funny. For like what we're talking about, then that yeah. explains a lot. Okay. It really does. Cool. This movie, as far as like a film, uh huh, put a cork in that. Uh huh. Just <laughs> as a film, yeah. Gotcha. You're supposed to save that for the end. I know, but I'm saying like as a film, like did this movie have any like artistic merit? Oh no, my oh, answer yeah. would be absolutely not. I feel like literally, most, I feel like most of these, just as a film, is not a well. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Okay, we'll jump in. We'll share our thoughts. We have lots of things to get to today. We're doing lots of different things. So we start off with Nancy, played by Tracy Gold. Mm-hmm. What is she doing at the beginning of the movie? You know running. this trip. She's yep. running in gray sweats. Mm-hmm. Literally gray sweats in a very affluent suburb now. This yes. is different than the previous movies that we watched because I felt like this was showing that you can be a rich white person and have this. Okay, yeah. it can affect you, white people watching this movie who are rich, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who are very rich. Because the dad pulls up in like a new car, and he's like, "Look yeah. at this new car I got," and they're like, "Oh, we're doing great. We're living the life." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was really weird that it was like very set up to be affluent people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, uh, and Tracy or whatever her name is Nancy. In the title, Patrick. <laughs> Nancy is a normal teenage girl. Okay, she she's very excited to go to prom. Uh, mm-hmm. She has a dysfunctional mother daughter relationship. Uh-huh. Yeah, and her- although her mother does say that black is the primary color, so who are we to argue? Right. Sure. That's not. Just <laughs> listeners, just so you know, it is not a primary color. Right. No, no, no. the primary color. The, oh, the primary mm-hmm. color. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. A, I guess that's a different. I guess it's different. So, (laughs) yes, the mom's name is Sally, by the way. And also, you know, Zach Morris is Tracy Gold's brother in this, Mm -hmm. okay? Are we we, only going to call him Zach Morris? Yeah, can we refer to him as Zach Morris? Okay, great. So, we jump right into prom. Like, not even like five minutes in, we're at prom. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. here we are. So, running, Mm -hmm. boom, prom. Yeah. Well, there's like some talk about the dress because, like, the mom wants her to wear the black dress. And Nancy's like, I'm going to wear a red dress. Yep. You know, Scarlet Letter, something. If they were like trying to do oh. some symbolism, oh. that's what they were doing. Okay, nice. but you yeah, know, they weren't. That. No, they they weren't. weren't doing that. <laughs> no. that. That is not a thing that was happening. So at the prom, everyone is line dancing because I guess line dancing was big in 1994. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I, yeah, I yeah. wasn't alive. I wasn't alive yet. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't born until 2000. Exactly. Me neither. So. uh <laughs> As the night's winding down, Nancy's like with all her friends and they're like sitting on the lawn outside of prom and mm-hmm. like, aren't you excited to go to college? And she's and like, mm, yeah. nah. I think I'll just 
live this life forever. I never want anything to change and I don't want anyone to go and I love mm-hmm. everyone and I don't want my life to change ever. Yep. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, everybody wants to stay in high school forever. Yeah, because high school is the best year of your life. <laughs> she, literally, <laughs> she literally says she sees her future as a big blank. Yeah. And she wants to stay 18 forever. Okay. That's fair. Man, fair. I, you know, I get it. I get it. Mm, I don't know. I, I mean, I get it. I was 18 and it was not a good time. No. You know? And I was like popular, air quotes, but it was like stressful. It's a stressful time. It's stressful to be popular, you know? Well, I related to her because she's going to college and like everyone's expecting her to go to college. And mm-hmm. this is like super stressful time for her because she doesn't really want to go to college or know right. what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's kind of like, uh. And she's not going with any of her friends. Right. Like, she doesn't know anybody where she's going, but it's not far from where she lives. No. Okay. But, like, she's very resistant to this whole so thing. So it skips yeah. to, like, she, so she knows what college she's going to? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. it's like prom is, like, the last thing of the, of the school year. Mm-hmm. Oh. They don't graduate. They just go to prom. It's prom. Prom yeah. is the last they skip thing. skip graduation. Yeah. They didn't have the budget for that. So she gets, she goes to the dentist and gets all her wisdom teeth out, out at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had my wisdom teeth out, and let me tell you... They do take them all out at once. Yeah. So I don't know why that was such a big deal that they emphasize it. Like, oh, they yeah. take them all out at once? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's why you're you... Like, no, that's how you do it. Yep. That's, that's why you go into the surgery for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Nancy is working as a waitress and she blames her not eating because like everyone at work is like, oh, Nancy, take your lunch break. And she's like, I can't eat. My tooth hurts. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's been like three weeks. You should see the doctor about that. That's not mm-hmm. normal. And she's like, they hurt too much to eat, but, you know, I'm going to go for a jog. So she goes for a jog, (laughs) and she's, like, avoiding her friends because they're like, come out with us. It's summer. Let's have a good summer. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, no, I have to jog. I have to jog. I have to jog. Mm -hmm. She's very, like, obsessed. And she goes home, and, like, they're having lasagna, and she's like, I can't eat. My jaw hurts. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, oh, that's fine. Just take an aspirin. I'll leave some on the stove for you. Like, very right. passive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one's like concerned about this at all. Uh, her parents do notice that she um, has the college jitters. Yep. And oh. they're like, oh, 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 right. The college jitters. Mm-hmm. She's like, you <laughs> know, know, we're going to send her off to college, but she's really nervous. So her mother, Sally, is like, I don't understand why you would like want to go to college and like live in a single dorm. You should like, go be oh, yeah. meeting people. She's so excited because when she gets her dorm assignment, she's so excited because she lives in a single dorm and her mom doesn't understand. And, and like, I can say living in a single dorm was the best part of my college experience. So good job, Nancy. There you go. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Get it done, Nancy. Yeah. So the mom's like very judgmental of like all the things anything she does the mom is mm-hmm. like there it is yeah saying like kind of oh trip, what is right? wrong with yeah. you why are you doing it that way and disapproving mom nancy's yeah. like Ugh. so she she just says she wants her privacy you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and by privacy nancy means you know throwing her food in the toilet that's okay. something she does mm-hmm. and uh, weighing herself and you know Jogging. Jogging. Just jogging. All, the all time. by herself. Yeah. But her brother, Zach Morris, comes mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, you look pretty good. You've been losing mm-hmm. weight. And it's kind of that thing of like complimenting, yeah, like, tra- reinforces. Yep. And she's like, but she lies. And she's like, oh, no, I'm like 120 pounds soaking wet or whatever. Yeah. She's like, I'm not losing weight. You're crazy. And she gets on the scale and it's like 114. It's like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So she gets to college and she makes a friend named Allison. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the the girl's like, Nancy is nice and all, but all she does is jog and study. Yeah, and the friends are like, she study, 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 jog, jog, jog. That girl is weird, weird, weird. And that was the, that was it. That was all the description we got of Nancy from her friends. Okay. Yeah. Because she doesn't spend any other time with them. No, she just goes to her room. They're like, hey, Nancy, you want to slice the pizza? So she takes the pizza and then she folds it up in a paper towel and throws it away. Foreshadowing. Yeah. What? Yeah. She's hiding it. She's, She's hiding, hiding it, it, man. Mm-hmm. She's hiding it. Mm-hmm. So back, well, and this is the thing with like uh, anorexia, like you do find weird ways to like hide food, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, yeah. like, right. like I, you're like, oh yeah, I'm eating or like you move things around on your plate and you're like, yeah, I totally ate. Or weird like social yep. engineering of being like, like doing things to make it look like you're eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it yep. never but actually. But you're distracted. You're, yep. like, you're like, so what, it, what is yep. this thing? And then you just push it around so it looks like you've... Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, that is like a whole other thing that movies never get right. Because there's no way that they can actually depict that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it is a very common tactic. So, um, they Nancy goes home for the weekend and she, like, her friend, like, shows up and her friend's like how's college what's going on she's like eating some cheetos or something and nancy's like you know how many calories are in that and she's like measuring her wrist with her fingers like wrapping her fingers around her wrist like watching her friend eat yes what yeah Uh, like that's a thing was that a thing like Like, doing like your fingers to see if your fingers touch oh yeah like to see how big your wrist because like I feel like it's more than how long your fingers are. It is. It well, is. It, it's actually your bone density. It tests your bone density yeah. to see if you're like thick boned or like whatever. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't think big boned is the term that people say anymore. But, you know, like it, it yeah. is or like your, if you can your touch your fingers, density. you have like small bone density. But if you can't really, then you have bigger bones, you know? Or you just have like smaller fingers. I don't know. Look. I, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of, uh, a lot it, of things wrong with this. Either way, <laughs> she's watching her friend eat and is very like physically uncomfortable in the way she, she looks. Like, that's, okay. I think, what they were going mm-hmm. for there. And her friends, like, like they're just chips. You're only young once. Like, relax. I'm going to eat. And Nancy's, mm-hmm. like, drinking a diet soda. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to drink this diet soda. And her friend is also, like, not at all overweight. No. Right. Not at okay. all. And, like, they also, this is, like, their only interac- other interaction. You know? Yeah. The friend's, like, I'm done with her. She's telling me not to eat chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because I'd be, right? Right. Like, it would be tough. You'd so like, next, You're me to, I'm eating. Fuck off! Get out of my home. Yeah. Get yes. out of my house. Okay. <laughs> they were at Nancy's house. <laughs> they were. They oh. were at Nancy's house. Oh, okay. So get Nancy, out of your house. Nancy's dad buys a plane because remember when I said they were rich? Mm-hmm. He buys just buys a plane. Buys a plane. And he. That's what I do. They all go out to dinner to celebrate, mm-hmm. and they're all making fun of Tra- or Nancy for not eating. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You guys are stuffing yourself like pigs." You you should know how what a calorie is. She's basically like telling everyone like they're wrong. Yeah, being yeah. like all judgy and stuff. Right. Well, because she like knows about what's healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. she like has learned. I guess I don't know. Yeah. And, Obsessive research. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. And she goes to at the gym. Nancy's mom, Sally, is, like, working out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, we're going to see, like, the mom has, like, a compulsive thing, too, right? 
That was what I thought it was going yeah. for. Mm. But no, no. Uh, Phyllis, Sally's friend, is like, I've noticed your daughter has been looking really thin. And mm-hmm. I asked my friend, who's a psychologist or something, and she says that your daughter's anorexic. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Sally's like, not my daughter. Absolutely not. on my watch. Not. How dare you bring this up to me? You should get off this exercise bike right now and come fight me in the parking lot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Pretty then there's much. a big old brawl in the <laughs> They have a huge fight in the <laughs> yeah. parking lot. They're hair pulling, like, like very brutal, dynasty. They like, fall into a fountain and they're like, you know, all wet. It's all one shot, brutal, this realistic. Is the director shot. of Baywatch. So, you know, yeah. then they get into it's bathing all in slow suits, motion. They're running in slow motion. Yeah. This is where he honed his skills. <laughs> yep. You know? So. He also directed Daredevil. Yeah, yes. So. Uh, the, uh, Sally also mentions that. She, her, Nancy is just stressed because of college. Yeah. And she's coming for, home for the holidays where she can take care of her and it'll be better. They can mm-hmm. fatten her up, send her yeah. back to college. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, fat, we'll fatten her up, <laughs> send her on back. And Sally tells her husband, she's like, "This Phyllis said this at the gym. And the dad's like, well, she lost weight. And doesn't she look great? And the mom's like, you're right. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to worry about. Let it let it go. Thanksgiving happens, our favorite holiday in these movies. And Nancy has another brother. Who was that guy? Was that the brown haired brother? Or was he her boyfriend? Is that the like prom date? I don't know. I this guy Mm. just showed up mid movie and I have no idea where (laughs) he came from. I think he's a brother, but maybe he's her boyfriend. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? And he finds that she's been uh, like taking food off her plate and putting it in a napkin in her lap and hiding the food and then like going to the kitchen and like throwing the napkin away with all the food in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this has to stop. This has to stop. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I just didn't like it. I didn't want it. I had to put it in my napkin, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the parents are like, what's going on in here? And she's like, nothing to worry about it. But, and, I guess the mm-hmm. guy's name is Patrick, which I didn't like because then he had my name in the movie. Yeah. She's like, Patrick doesn't know what he's talking about. And, and then she, and you're like, fuck you. I'm like, oh. yes, I do. Oh, wait, this is a movie. Yeah. Uh, and she goes <laughs> and like she runs at the track at, at school. So she goes mm-hmm. to the track and like runs up and down the stairs to like burn off the calories she didn't need at mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. You know? Yep. So now it's Christmas. Uh, and I'm like, oh, Hallmark is going to happen now. We're going to get our flower fight we're gonna get a gingerbread <laughs> building competition that's if not only what we could be so lucky i know <laughs> i would kill for a hallmark christmas movie right now <laughs> yes lighten the mood uh sally goes upstairs and Me she too. has a dress yeah. for her daughter uh-huh. and she's like knock knock and she opens the door and nancy's in front of the mirror in a bra and panties and i guess i don't know if we would say panties i don't know the appropriate female lingerie things she was underwear. in her underwear thank you thank you <laughs> her undies and yeah she's like get out of here mom and the mom's like, oh, my God, you're so skinny. What happened? <laughs> and she runs downstairs to talk to her husband. She's like, oh, I just saw Nancy, and she looks like a skeleton. And mm-hmm. then Nancy comes down the stairs. She's in the dress, and she really does look insanely thin. Yeah. The first shot in the mirror that we see, I, I didn't, like, notice. Uh-huh. Like, it didn't look as bad as it was or, right. like, was supposed to be from the front angle there but it was when she turned around in that strappy dress that i was like oh those are shoulder bones Uh, right like 
Like the real bony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And like this is where we should mention that uh, Tracy Gold, the actress, was in like the throes of recovery while she made this movie. Okay. So yep. she, the actress really had an eating disorder. She was on growing pains. And again, some reviewer or something called her chubby. Mm-hmm. And she started losing weight on that show. And then she got this movie when she was going through recovery to like, I guess for self-therapy. I don't know why she did the movie, but you know, she is clearly a person that yeah. has an eating disorder. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. no makeup here. I, in like, the IMDb, it says it's makeup. I'm like, I, you can't. It, no. Y- you can't. You can't do that. You can't put that much contour in to like slim something. Yeah, that's to that. Bones. That would be hard to do. Yeah, without even, like CGI. Yeah, but it, in ninety, what is ninety five? Yeah, ninety four. Ninety four. Even yeah. her arms, like again from the front, they don't look that. But when she turned to the side, like her arms were just so thin. They're mm-hmm. just like. It's yep. shocking. It's mm-hmm. shocking, and like. Uh, there we haven't talked about thinspiration yet but i think this movie would be like a thinspiration uh, yeah. uh movie so that's like an uh, epidemic where uh, on the internet mostly it's like i guess young women or men like posting like really skinny people mm-hmm. and, and like as like an aspirational thing yeah the like oh, the kind of yeah, bullshit yeah. that's like nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. That yeah, kinda. like a Kate Moss type of thing. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is such a fucked up quote. Yeah, uh, so it's the worst. Fuck you, Kate Moss. <laughs> yeah, you suck. Horrible. But yeah, and they do talk about Kate Moss. They're like, oh my god, you're so skinny, like Kate Moss. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. So no, don't say that. The parents sit her down and they're like, "Promise us you'll get better." The thing that everyone says mm-hmm. in these movies. And yeah, she's like, I am. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, fine. I'm getting better. I'm. I'll do it myself. Yeah, I'll eat more. Um, I'll just eat some things. Well, that's the thing. It's like uncle... you can just say, "Oh, I'll just eat more." Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Great. Is it her <laughs> uncle who first suggests the the yeah. inpatient? Treatment? I don't know who that guy was. I think I, it's her it was uncle. Like her old boss or an uncle would make more sense. But yeah. there's some man is like talking to Sally he's like you need to get your daughter help there's an eating disorder clinic that mm-hmm. I know of and I you should put her in there mm-hmm. and then he goes to Nancy herself and he's like you can tell your parents all you want that you're gonna get better but I know that you are not and you need serious help and she like breaks down she has a him, breakdown like mm-hmm. she yeah. says it's a war going on in her, her head and she doesn't know how to stop it and I, I thought she did a really good job in yeah I thought that that bit of monologue that she had too about the inner conflict mm-hmm. that an eating disorder causes um, between like your logical conscious brain and the disorder. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will describe the eating disorder as having its own voice, mm-hmm. um, like mm-hmm. telling you not to eat or telling you to throw up. So I thought that that kind of, because in the other movies, we didn't really get that. So I yeah. think in this one, that inner conflict is shown well, right. it very well. Well, it sounds like a, a lot, like it's like an addiction. I mean, it's an addiction, right? A, yeah, a, and not an addiction for a thing. Mm-hmm. It's an addiction. It's not against a thing, you know, right? Yeah. Or, or yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like because, yeah. like, you look, I, I can say, like, you, I have, I have to, I have to make myself drink only when like, like five ish. Like sure. after five. You mean like, otherwise, my rational self was like, Drew, you don't need, 
it's gonna be a mess if you start drinking at noon. Yeah. Sure, you're right. But then if you, if I, you know, you have to just kind of like, hey, buddy, yeah. hey, hey, little voice or whatever. They're yes. just like, hey, come on, man. Yeah. Well, it's your day off, bub. bro. Bro, you right. can drink all day, bro. Right. Now would be a great yeah. time to play our clip that I brought today. It's Tracy Gold, the actress, uh, talking to Dr. Drew in more. She's like. Grown, and not, and grown not this Dr. Drew. Not, not you, Dr. Drew. <laughs> Dr. Drew from my Dr. Drew. From Dr. Drew. Uh, so we'll play a thing because they're actually talking about what we're talking about. So I'd rather put it in her words for the clip. Here we go. I felt so stuck. I didn't know how to get out of it. It's everybody. So you did kind of want to get better at that point. I didn't want to let go of the disease, but I was fearful for the place I was in. Okay. So I thought that I could maybe kind of balance it better. Right. It's like the alcoholic trying to drink responsibly. Sure. I thought yeah. that like, if I could just you know, gain a few pounds and get everybody off my back, but I couldn't. And I was so stuck. And, and did, did you have that body dysmorphia where you saw yourself as overweight too, even no. though you were so skinny? You didn't have that piece no, of it? No, no. Okay. I, I, I saw myself as thin but i was every weight i hit it became my new normal Mm -hmm. so i was afraid to like to to change it and i felt thin and i felt like there was such fear of changing the way i looked now do you think some of that like the celebrity the celebrity images we have we got miley cyrus and kelly clarkson they're being criticized for their weight being Mm -hmm. too much and then everything that young girls see in the the magazines here we go people there yeah yeah the people in magazines though they're all stick figures and uh, unrealistic images yeah those are normal healthy young adults and and that makes me so mad i mean i just get so angry and that you have to be a young girl especially like a miley cyrus who's so young and she has to stand there and defend herself because she doesn't look like she did when she was 15 which right. the body doesn't look and, like and, it. And by the way, there's, there's an interesting note out there statistically, which is that while women all feel like they want to lose weight, men actually prefer women with a little bit of weight on them. Yeah, and it's, the oh funny God. thing Shut is... Shut up, Dr. Okay. Drew. We can stop <laughs> there. And he ruined it. Yep. So, but we were getting to like some good stuff there, right? Yeah. Um, it's interesting, too, that they talk about the comments that are being made in magazines and on tv and stuff about young women's bodies right um again not something that should be commented on but ever critics ever. decide that that's something that yep. never, it's ever, an ever. easy target it really is i mean it's so easy it's so it's it's so it's such a bullshit easy thing like it's, yeah. it's like uh i i can't even i don't know i can't think of a an analogy of how eat like is this going yeah it's, it's just face you're stu- value. You're stupid. Well, it, <laughs> right. You know, or whatever. It's like, hey, four eyes. You have glasses. All right. Four eyes. Like, yep. what? You're right. I was never called four eyes. No, I was. Ever. Yeah. In my life. I've been called everything in ever. the book, okay? You've been called four eyes? Yes. yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. When I played Frosty the Snowman in third grade, I thought I was like really popular and amazing. And Debbie Lee. <laughs> Say any by name, bitch. She was like, Ooh. everyone's been calling you eight eyes because I guess they didn't even do the math right. I had my eyes, my glasses, and frosty head, so that would be six, six. eyes. But I was like, oh my god, people are calling me eight eyes. That's so mean. I mean, <laughs> six eyes is pretty good, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, Drew is my bully. All right, so moving on. Anyways, so uh, Nancy gets in- admitted into this eating disorder hospital mm-hmm. the the doc the man who plays the doctor is like somebody who's notable um he's done a lot of stuff but like sci-fi stuff that you would know um mm-hmm. and he is like telling nancy that sh- they'll get to the bottom of it mm-hmm. and she again wants her own room yeah. in there and they they do adhere to that and give her her own room mm-hmm. so she can carry out all these kind of like 
ritualistic yeah, things she's doing with her yeah. food. And we'll get to like the crazy stuff she does later. But the goal is to like get her to a target weight and then get her released. Right. Uh, a lot of the treatments in these movies too, they especially in the movies, they focus so much on the physical symptoms. Right. Um in this yeah, movie, like we don't get mm-hmm. a lot of there are a couple of group therapy scenes in this one and it's so it's like the therapist asks such leading questions that are like oh so you don't have control in this why you're sick like Mm -hmm. it's the it's the textbook right reasons it's that statistical dialogue um but we don't get a lot of the like behavioral therapy which is where a lot of the progress comes in eating disorder treatment Mm -hmm. um it's really all about making them eat and making them gain the physical weight back. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like, Which is doesn't important. Doesn't the steak but... look really good? Yeah. Yes. Like, well, in Nancy, they like ask her, like, what does recovery look like to her? And her response is fat. Right. Oh. You know? Because that's what Tracy Gold was saying in that clip. Like, every time she would get lower weight, that would be like the weight yeah, that, that makes, she needs to maintain. That makes I relate to that a lot very yeah. much that makes a lot of sense yeah. like when she says like that so i got down to that and then i was like well this is well, normal this now. is what i right. weigh and i can't ever gain a pound above that ever <clears throat> right um it, it so is kind like of such a mind fuck certain certain you'd freak out if you gained a pound over yeah. your normal yeah you're yeah. now new normal i'd say mm-hmm. i still do that to a certain degree yeah yeah i mm-hmm. shouldn't weigh myself i don't weigh myself as much mm-hmm um, but you know, when I'm getting weighed at the doctor, I'm like, Ooh, I don't really want to know. And you can do yeah. blind weigh-ins, by the way, if anybody is like going to the doctor mm-hmm. and you can just ask to do a blind weigh-in, they'll like, have you like turn around and they mm-hmm. won't tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of what I do when I go to the doctor. Yeah. yeah. Usually like, I don't want to know. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need to know. I try uh, to think of it as like, when you get on a thing, you're just like, I don't. I don't want or need to know how much the earth is pulling me towards it. Yeah. Because your weight has nothing. It's more about like. It's a look. You're right. It's like if if I'm stacked, if I'm just ripped and stacked, I'm going to be heavy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I I don't care how heavy I am. I just. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. So Nancy also does. This is when we see like her crazy, like crazy, not a good word to use her ritual habits of like hiding the food in the napkins. Mm -hmm. And she's like the nurse. She does that here, like in the middle of the dining room in Mm -hmm. eating disorder treatment. Like grabbing <laughs> just like... handfuls of food off her plate and putting it in her napkin. And like, the nurse is like right behind her. She's like, Nancy. Nancy, come on. Come on. For the love of Nancy, put For the, the food love back. Of Nancy, put it back. <laughs> Um, but th- this is when they like take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. They're she, they're like you're gonna be uh, in your room. Yeah, she asks for the food to then come to her room because she's too weak to go to the dining room. Mm. Again, she's getting weaker as we go. Mm-hmm. Like very weak, like like, like mm-hmm. always cold, like in yeah. blankets. And uh, they're like, okay, well you can be in your room. We'll bring you the food, but we're gonna lock the bathroom door so you can't throw the food away. We're gonna like hide all the trash cans and stuff. And lock mm-hmm. the windows. So lock she the can't windows. Throw it outside. She punches a hole. I don't know with her hand or with something. It's, she like uses a shoe as a hammer and something else as a chisel, and like <laughs> and she creates <laughs> a hole in, in the, the closet. Wall. Wow. And and hides the food in there. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know. 
going to extremes. But again, this is that like ritual ritualistic behavior. Yeah. Right. You will do whatever you will throw up in jars. Calista Flockhart. That's a yeah. movie we're not covering, but mm-hmm. she would throw up in jars and hide them in her closet. So her mom wouldn't know that she was bulimic. Right. Like mm. she'll do anything to get rid of the food other than eat it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, real when, creative though. When I was like, I mean, yeah. Going through this whole eating disorder thing, I would like eat food and like spit it out. Cause I like, I'll just like taste the steak mm-hmm. and then not eat it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was like my like ritual. That was yeah. your thing. Yeah. Cause yeah. then I could like taste it, but then not You're like, eat mm-hmm. it. Delicious steak, but no. Right. right. And there's like a Sex in the City episode where this guy does that and Miranda's like, you have an eating disorder. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm just uh, living in L.A. now and that's just how it is here. And it's like, no, that's an eating disorder. No, though. So, a- yeah. Okay. That social commentary. I mean, yeah. living in L.A. could be considered an eating disorder <laughs> all right, all right. by itself. So, I mean, yes. So, uh, I'm making a, fun of LA. There we lost disorders. the West Coast. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, LA listeners. You are Sorry, so, guys. we love you. So, they get it. They get it. Nancy runs in place by her bed and all this type of stuff. She pokes f- holes in her feeding tube. It's like getting yeah. out of hand. Yeah. Like, she has a safety pin that she cuts the IV tube <clears throat> with. Yes. Oh, wow. And she gains enough weight somehow to get out of there. So she gets, she checks herself out. She gains six pounds. She's like, I'm out of here. I, she didn't check out or she checked herself out. Right. She didn't, the doctors didn't like release her. No. It was like, Mm -hmm. I'm 18 now. I turned 18. I have power. I do what I do. When she found out she gained six pounds, you could see like little panic on her face. She's like, six pounds. Oh my God. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Whoa. So her mom's like, ah, did the doctors like say this was okay? They're driving. And she's like, no, but I'm going to be better and I'm going to be fine. And mm-hmm. the mom gets home. She dials up the doctor. She's like, what the fuck, mm-hmm. doctor? Take my daughter back. For the love of Nancy. For the love Why of Nancy. Why did you Nancy? release her? Yeah. And the doctor's like, I didn't. She signed herself out. She's 18. She can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Yes. And we get like Mark Paul Goss. I'm sorry. Zach Morris. Zach Morris. He's like asking why Nancy's not eating and like why she won't get better. And she's like, mm-hmm. give me a break. Like, uh, relax. Like, don't. She like just starts like freaking out on her family, like yelling mm-hmm. at everybody pretty much. Yeah. Um, and she's like cooking a lot too in the house, which mm-hmm. is like you kind of like become obsessed with like cooking and nutrition. Like, I can relate to that because I actually mm-hmm. really like cooking, but. If I cooked a meal, I could control what was going in that meal. Right. And I knew all the calories and I knew everything going into it. You and know what I mean? she was like obsessively measuring what yes. was going in. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. That is true. I relate mm-hmm. to that a lot because like, you know, it it's stressful. Like not again, having that control. Mm-hmm. You're like right. very much. In, if you make right. all the food you eat, you're controlling everything that goes in it. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Mm-hmm. You're not like going to a restaurant and getting like mysterious who knows what's in this right mm-hmm. is that when she made the mac and cheese or whatever for her brother yeah and she sits down and she serves him this like huge plate mm-hmm. and then doesn't take any he's like aren't you gonna eat and, and she's she, like huh, yeah and sure she puts the tiniest little spoonful on her plate and says oh i'll get seconds later and he knows like that's not gonna happen yes and she's like hiding food under her bed now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's like going back to her, her mm-hmm. rituals that she does. And Sally, the mom, finds the food under the bed. She's like, Nancy, what is this? And she's like, Oh, I forgot it. No big deal. 
And then... Well, I was petting my cat during that part. I <laughs> don't remember that. Well, it's not important. But the, the <laughs> thing that Nancy also says is like, she eats at work. She's like, well, I oh, ate yeah. at work. Yeah. So Sally goes to the work and she's like, what is wrong with you people? Why aren't you having my daughter eat? And they're like, we are not her mother. It's not our place to this fucking not say anything. Job at right. All. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I guess you're right. I should be yelling at myself. Um... Moving on, I'm going to skip the mall scene where they tell her she looks like Kate Moss. Yeah. Nancy's like lying on the couch now because she's like not eating. She's losing weight. She's in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Why is she in pain? What's the pain? So her mom says that it's because she's only bone. So there's like no cushion. Sure. Hmm. I um, think, well, um, I think like at that point you really your muscles are being eaten right. by your body. So, you so you're don't... probably just in achy yeah, land like, all the time. Yeah. Everything your body's feels eating loose. itself. It's like yeah. when you have the flu and everything just kind of hurts. Yeah. Right. And she's like wrapped in blankets because she's so cold because she can't, she she can't regulate her body she, heat. She has what dengue fever does to a person. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. the mom's like, let me get you some soup. And she's like, I couldn't possibly eat soup. You're insane. Right. Mm-hmm. And she can't eat anything. Yeah. Later that night, Tracy's rushed to the hospital because she has a kidney infection because her right. organs are starting to shut down now. Yeah. Right? She's like got to such a place. And the doctor's like, you need to understand, parents, that she could die. And the parents are like, we know. You're the doctor. Fix her. Mm-hmm. And Nancy gets hooked up to all these machines and like like, like a lot of – like, like you know, like – yeah, not a breathing tube, but like that type of like beep beep beep. Yeah, just yeah. So many monitors. It looks really because again, the actress is the very thin. It looks very. It's really disturbing to watch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they just don't understand like what caused this. The parents. Yeah. And this is where we get to the part where it's like the movie is like trying to speak to the parents of mm-hmm. of, of teens with eating disorders to mm-hmm. be like, it's not your fault. They're just crazy. You know, right. yeah, because like, it it comes back to the like. She's not a child who is sick. She's just a child who is causing trouble for her parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and like I, like that is such a terrible thing about these movies. Yeah, like, it's not helping anyone. It's not helping like a person with an eating disorder watching this movie. They're not going right. to be like, yeah, I'm uplifted and I and I. It's a positive I, story about a person getting support. better. Like no, it's, no. It's person who is no support, who is just continually shut out. And for parents, it's like, this is not your fault. There is something wrong with your child that has nothing right. to do with you. It couldn't possibly be you. Right. You know? When like I wonder, like, because all of this sounds so much like addiction, um, and just the reverse. It's, it's like, no, not the reverse. No, reverse in terms of behavior. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it's the same, like, it's... An addict, like you're like, I will do anything, yeah, to do this. Mm-hmm. It it's kind of like compulsions. It yeah. is. I mean, yeah. that's what. It, yeah, that's what I mean. Is yeah. like that that you're just like, I know my yes, my rational brain is going like, no, right, you, that's bad for you. Mm-hmm. So the parents uh, again, who are like, what caused this? Like, we need to take control of Nancy's medical. Um, ownership. Yeah, the 
I don't know what it's called. A power of attorney. Power of essentially. Yeah, like mm-hmm. legal control of her well-being. So yeah. she's not fit to con- make her own decisions. Make her own decisions. So the dad is going to take over. Yeah. Uh, power of attorney. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Nancy's like, I'm going to fight this. I'm going to get a lawyer. Uh, and sh- they ask the dad specifically because Nancy and her mother have such a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. So they think like having the dad do it, it'll be easier for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not. No, because Nancy gets a court-appointed lawyer. Mm-hmm. She she's like, I'm gonna fight this. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. let them like put me in the place again. And um, Nancy, they like go to court. Okay, on the way to court, Nancy's like seeing all these people living like normal, healthy lives. Mm-hmm. It's like people at a barbecue, people riding bikes, people blowing bubbles, mm-hmm. blowing bubbles. That's a thing. Blowing bubbles. Mm-hmm. And she's bubbles. it's like the life she can't have because she's so consumed with this mm-hmm. eating disorder yeah you know um which is kind of like true like yeah when yeah, it when you true. have an eating disorder it's like not all that you are but it does take up a lot of mental space it yeah, yeah i mean because you have to eat every day it consumes you right yeah and yeah. and eventually like everything then becomes about feeding the eating disorder and not feeding yourself right like yeah. it's yeah yeah i mean she's spiraled like this is yeah. like a rock rock bottom first mm-hmm. so at the court um there's press there paparazzi for some reason very strange okay. and they're like nancy nancy what are you gonna get are you gonna get your uh life back you gonna get your shit together what are you it was so weird and in the courtroom nancy decides to allow her father to have control like she like decide like yeah after her dad has on is on the stand and goes him. through his questioning like I, I love how they do this with like a court system. It's like this law would, and order. This would thing. not be like a. It, it wouldn't be like no. Like, it would be a hearing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it, with like three people. It there. is, but it's yeah. set up like the <laughs> right. OJ it, trial, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, she essentially concedes. Yeah. Medical power of attorney and only medical power of attorney. Right. Which. This movie was so cheesy, but it got a few things right. Yes, that was um, one thing for sure. Cause, and what the judge went on to say, right. if you're going there next, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, the judge makes a statement and he's like, I want to make sure everyone is very clear. Like, Nancy is not crazy. She is not like mm-hmm. an incapable of making decisions. In this aspect of her life, she needs help. So I am allowing the father to control this aspect only and right. nothing else. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and... That was good. I, too. I, yeah, yeah, I was like, I was pleasantly was, surprised by that. <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of like very clear dialogue that's like, she is not insane. Right. Like, she's not incompetent, which is what right. they were essentially suing for. They mm-hmm. wanted her to be de- declared incompetent. Yeah. Right. Um, like Britney Spears. Yeah. So, in order <laughs> for like, <laughs> so to have the it's judge true, say it that, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Nancy goes home with her family. She eats a bagel while everyone just sits out on the porch and watches her eat a bagel in the kitchen. And she's cured. And she's cured. We get a oh, shot of group therapy and Nancy's bagel. like, uh, she may never be fully cured, but now she has the strength to save herself. Sure. And then she runs with a friend because, you know, you can run with a friend. Yeah. Instead of running by yourself. Yeah. Right. To show she's not alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's how the movie ends. All right. I mean, yes. That's fair. So, Rebecca, on the podcast, we either pour it up or put a cork in it. What are you going to do to this movie? I am going to. 
I'm going to put a cork in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> are we surprised? Probably not. Um, <laughs> there were so many things that just glossed over, like that they glossed over. Like, right. She, it started, like, it, the movie started with her already with an eating disorder, but, like, there were other symptoms of other mental illness that are just completely overlooked. Right. Uh, an eating disorder rarely comes by itself. Right, yeah. Um, so she was obviously depressed, mm-hmm. obviously had anxiety, and that was just college jitters, like that kind of thing. So right. um, I think this is not a good movie for people who have struggled with that mm-hmm. because, like, especially young people, that their mental health gets overlooked so much just because mm-hmm. they're young and they, they haven't lived through, quote-unquote, enough to be mentally ill or have right. the mental illness um and i think we need to do a better job of that and this movie did not do that <laughs> right so i'd put a cork in this one okay Drew, what about I, you i was gonna put a cork in it yes. but i'm gonna actually pour it up because right. of that last part like so they basically it's like this ending ended with a judge going look they're not crazy sure. they just have an issue like yeah. it's a it's a big issue, but they're not. It's not a crazy person, right? And they're not stupid. They're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that 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 kind of thing is like because I, going through kind of these uh these chronologically, yeah, and like thinking about the more that like you guys kind of explain it to me and like how what like kind of what's bullshit on these movies and then yes. what is actually the thing mm-hmm. i'm just like i'm looking that this is just i mean this is very much the uh, it's identical to addiction like it's identical to it in terms of yeah. uh not not like not saying it is physically it, it's just, like chemically it's not like you're right. addicted to tobacco or whatever right. but it's like a, it's i mean a mental addiction is just as if not more like worse you know than, yeah. than a physical addiction where it's just like yeah. yeah i smoke cigarettes and i get fucking real pissed off when i don't have them and that's all i think about mm-hmm. and i don't care like i'm like yeah if you and don't tell me i can not sure. <laughs> like yeah. that kind of thing so well and it's the same sort of th- or, or, that's how i'm relating it yes uh it might it yeah. might not be the same but it, i think it's maybe the same part of the brain but yeah. it stems from something else right yeah and that is a good point of clarification probably at this time. It's 1994. We've had almost a decade of America being aware of this sim- this uh, disease. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure people at that time thought, like, oh, well, if you have an eating disorder, you're crazy. you crazy, yeah. man. Uh, so it's like, yeah. no, though, no. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yes. I think I'm going to put a cork in it because I actually did like this movie when it came out originally. And watching it back, like going through all the stuff I've gone through because in 1994, yeah. I definitely did not have an eating disorder. I was a child. Uh, <laughs> for real, I was actually a child. Yeah. But like watching it back, I'm like, I shouldn't have watched that as a child because yeah. it probably like set me up in my brain for like something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like very dangerous to have out in the world. Yeah. So I'm happy that it's on YouTube in very small parts. Or, yeah. Or and- like, you know, it's yeah. not like a, it's not, I mean, it is available on DVD, but no one watches DVDs yeah. anymore. I right. think this one can be laid to rest and like, yeah, maybe don't watch it. I, watching <laughs> back as somebody who has struggled with an eating disorder, like a lot of it was very triggering. So I agree with like, you. if you're one of our listeners out there who 
has struggled, this is not a movie that I'm going to recommend to you at all. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry that. So in that way, had, I mean, yeah, definitely pour it, okay. put a cork in it. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm okay, guys. Don't yeah. worry. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I watched it back and I was like, this was way more enjoyable when I was seven and didn't know anything <laughs> or however old I was. Yeah. Too young. And no, you were negative three. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think I was probably like ten or. Something like that. Anyways, so yes, put a cork in that. Before we go, we of course have our Candace. Mm -hmm. Candace. Let's do the Candace. What you say, Candace Cameron Bray, the segment where we watch Candace's Instagram and we talk about it. Normally, the segment is the lifting up uh, portion of the podcast. <laughs> Today, however, uh, it's not. And I'm sorry, because this one actually was kind of like a heavy one to talk about. But uh, I wanted to bring up like Candace's eating disorder and like mm-hmm. have her talk about it and then we'll talk about it. Um, because it is, she is someone who we feature on the podcast a lot and it is, an, it is a topic that is important to me and it is important to her as well. Mm-hmm. So we have something in common at least. There it is. And it's timely. There it right. Uh, they were both around the same age, right? Yes. So yeah. Tracy Gold and Candace Cameron Bure yeah, yeah, were yeah. actresses around the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Tracy Gold's, eating disorder was more because of the fame and Candace's was when she stopped mm. being famous. Mm-hmm. Okay. So their stories are a little bit different, but, but they are both actresses dealing with that. And I feel like actresses and models and people in the entertainment industry are always like categorized as like people with like a lot of disorder. pressure. Yeah. It is a lot of pressure, yep. but like, and it's a, it's a stereotype. It's a stereotype. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and you only, you already have that pressure just from other things and then, right and then this adds to it right like exponentially exactly so i will play the clip and then we will talk about it but i just want to have candace talk about it in her own words yeah okay here we go also trigger warning it's dr oz uh this one is not this is oh. like this is like vogue or something oh, okay never mind i take that back did not have an eating disorder when i was a child and or or when I was on television none of it had to do with body image it never had to do with losing weight disease it's a mental health issue there are people as young as three and four years old that have body dysmorphia that suffer from uh, anorexia eating disorders they don't discriminate I basically had used food for comfort in my life because I was in a transition period I had just moved to Montreal I had just gotten married I was no longer working it was a whole different part of my life and I didn't know how to find my identity within that and I had turned to food for comfort and I did become bulimic but it it was never 
from a source of wanting to lose weight or the way that I looked. It was completely from an emotional standpoint. I knew I was, um, I had a problem when I couldn't just say, I don't want to do this anymore because I felt like I was on a moving train that was going at these super high speeds and I couldn't get off of it. And that's when I realized I need to reach out for help. I'm just a voice sharing my story. I've been a healthy person for more than 15 years and am thriving. And so anything I can do to help provide awareness, and it's so much more than what people think, but that there's hope and there is recovery. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I like that she talks specifically about it being emotional, not physical. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I will praise her for uh, because none of the movies do that. No, um, none of them. Mm-hmm. And even Tracy Gold said in that clip that she didn't have body dysmorphia. She, right. Yeah, just like, do you think you think it was body? It's like, no, I didn't give it. That right. was, had nothing right. to do with well, it. Well, and everyone's story is personal to themselves, mm-hmm. but having that depicted in a movie won't happen. Right. In in this podcast that we're talking about eating disorder movies, they mm-hmm. do not acknowledge that that is a thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's just it's always the the physical. Which are side effects yes. and symptoms, it's true. not necessarily right. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not. It the, is not yeah. the reason for it. Yeah. Right. right. Um. <clears throat> I mean, I can't. You know, I mean, she she was being super honest on that one. Yeah. Right. Can't make fun of her. Well, for and, that. and that's what sometimes when Candace. <laughs> it's really hard for me to like not make fun of Candace Cameron right, right now. I, exactly. Yeah. And we're not here to make fun of her about this, but I can't. What I do like is that she, <laughs> you know is like an advocate for recovery like that mm-hmm. people can recover from this yeah. and hearing that and hearing like your 15 years like right. recovered like that's not very often talked about yeah right it's like i had an eating disorder and and i'm over it and this you is, right. is kind of how i deal with it and yeah. recovery is never really finished exactly <laughs> like it's something that you just kind of continuously do right um i thought it was interesting too that she mentioned like three to four year olds I know, like, as I was probably five, mm-hmm. when I looked first in the mirror and was like, I should go for a run. Like, so I wow, think, yeah. like, mm-hmm. especially the unsolicited comments about how you look right. or how your friend, like, that kind of stuff, it, children read that. They pick up on that so young. Even more so. Like, mm-hmm. right? they're, children <laughs> when you're are younger. just sponges. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the disordered behaviors they're going to start when they're so young right? that you might not notice. Well, that's like with dieting. Like I feel like always I was hyper aware, maybe because it was Oprah was always mm-hmm. on a diet or like dieting was a concept to me at a very young age, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, and that's just like society in general, always talking yeah. about diets. Like you have to be really careful talking about that around children because they are going to see like their, their parents or whoever's like mm-hmm. they're looking up to on a diet. And, and they're, they're going to be like, I should probably be on a diet too. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like, if, <laughs> you know, I feel very lucky that I've had, that I've had undiagnosed ADHD for most of my life. <laughs> so I wasn't able to pay attention to anyone <laughs> and what they said. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, but yeah, it is true. So I don't know. I mean, I have nothing to sum, to sum that up in a, like a nice package, but I, I think that I, I enjoyed Candace talking about recovery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's being important. like fifteen years recovered. At that mm-hmm. point, that was pro- it's probably even more now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't go looking for the Doctor Oz clip that I originally talked about. Yeah. Um, 
I think there she says some problematic things about eating disorders. Uh, so I will go ahead and say there's nothing to be ashamed of. She's not good at improvising. She's really not. Right. Things. And that was a pre-filmed, like yeah. pre-taped thing. It and wasn't it was like edited. on the fly. It was definitely yeah. edited and stuff. Too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's nothing to be ashamed of when it comes to having an eating disorder. If this is something you think you have, there's no shame in asking for help. Like that exactly. is what's going to help you get better. Um, people are not going to judge you for that. No. They're going to help you. So yeah, there's yeah. no judgment on that. There's so many people that are like willing to help out everyone all yeah. the time. <laughs> like, right. There's a number. Right. There's a phone number Speaking that's open 24 hours. There's people there 24 hours a day yeah. being like, yeah, what's up? Well, yes. I got you. I'll say yeah. the number at the end of the episode too, because this <clears> one was like kind of like very deep. So we will say 1-800-931-2237. Was this one I said dyslexia was a thing at the top of the show? Haha, yeah. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, but no, seriously, thank you everyone for being here. Um, anything you'd like to plug at the pluggy time? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at freezer, F R E S E R. Uh, and if you want to chat, you can find me there. You can find me at Drew, but with pants on Instagram, or you can find my, my band on, I play the drums in the limbos. We're, it's great. We're fun. I like it. I Good. like the music. Um, we can, we're on Spotify and all those things. Of course. Thank you both for being here again. And thank you listeners for checking back in with Lifetime Court. We watch these movies so you don't have to. But if you do, we'd love to hear from you. 872-267-4117. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find me at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Lifetime Court. Okay, that's it. Bye. 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 Bye.